0: Hi, uh, you're listening to Phil DeBella and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today's topic is all around investing. Um and I'm going to cover off a few core financial principles that I use when it comes to investing. Um I'm also going to talk about some specific investment principles uh, and then touch a little bit of base on how Warren Buffett goes around. And um, some of this information um, is also brought to you by my good friend, Steve Sorbello, uh, who's one of the top executives and partners up at BDO in Brisbane. So thank you, Steve, for your input and um, guidance and philosophies. Um, we share a lot of obviously the same, but, um, you know, this uh, flashcast now put together will be uh, from information based by myself and both um, Steve Sorbello from BDO. So, um, in short, let's um, get straight into it. Um, tools for investing once you've made some money. Um, again, so I get asked this a lot and how I invest and what have I done and don't get me wrong, I've made my mistakes and I don't think um, anyone would say that they've never made a mistake when it came to investing money or, or investing in something or someone. Um, we all do it. Of course, the, the the precursor is always get comfortable with your worst possible scenario. So rule number one is always make sure that you're comfortable with your worst possible scenario. I've never invested in anyone or anything uh, where I haven't been prepared to lose the money. And I have to say that um, if you take away nothing else from this flashcast, that is the most important message, is that I've never invested in anyone or anything or any project, any share, any any cafe, any business that I haven't been um, fully aware that the worst possible scenario would be that I would lose my entire money, and it has happened, uh, which I'll discuss a little bit later on. Um, So I think if you always start off with that principle and finish with that principle, um, you'll never go wrong. You'll lose money in the meantime. You might lose friendships. You might lose whatever. But whatever it is you lose, you've got to be prepared that you're comfortable with that worst possible scenario. And once you are, you don't have anything holding you back. Um, So you know the next thing to be very aware of is before investing, consider the amount of money that you need to live comfortably. Um, that's very important. Remember, the topic is what, what to do with investing money once you've made some money. Well, you need to make sure that you're very, very aware of what your lifestyle costs you. You need to make sure that you have a budget. What is it going to cost you, especially when you have children, especially um, you know your house, your income, your cars? What is it that life costs you uh, to live per annum? You need to know this number. Um, very important. The next thing is that once you've worked out this number, um, my rule is never to invest um, or use my house as collateral. So my personal home, um, I don't use that as collateral for any other investments. Um, I've, I've Obviously, being able to pay it off, I've, it's paid off and I don't um, borrow against that to make other investments because, again, the worst possible scenario is that I don't want to lose my own home. Understanding the level of um, income you need from that investment that you make. So when you're going about making an investment, making sure that you understand exactly what income you need or desire from the investment you're making. Is it a 2% return, a 5% return? Um, what is it that you're actually looking at? And obviously, developers are very uh, prudent on that. They're looking from a 10 to 20% return on their investment. Obviously, 10% in the low market, 20% to them is an average and above that is fantastic as a rule of thumb, um, of course. But um, it, you really got to be aware of what the level of income you're looking at from the investment that you're making. Uh, make sure that you have included all purchases um, of cars and depreciable assets in your personal expenditure calculations. And, of course, this one you can tell came from the super guru accountant, Steve Sorbello. um A lot of people forget that they, um, you know, you've got ha- e- handed expenses like the purchasing of cars and depreciating assets um, when you're calculating, you know, personal expenditure um, so that you make sure you don't get it wrong with how much um, income you have to then be able to invest. A really good one, and, again, one of Steve's, is don't invest in non-income producing and depreciable assets with your capital. Only invest them with the income generated from your capital. So really, really good tip there. Do not invest in a non-income producing and depreciable asset with your capital. Only invest them with the income generated by your capital. So unless you're going to put your money somewhere where it's actually making money, then you don't buy it with the capital. You buy it with the income generated from that capital. Um, A really good tip that you hear a lot of people say is stay married. If you want to keep Yeah, your wealth and it sounds stupid and no, it's not a joke. Of course, divorce costs a lot of money. Um, some will argue that uh, the reason divorce is so expensive is because it's worth it. Um, I would hardly, um, I hardly doubt that. Um, but yet it's what works for you. So this isn't a marriage counseling session. This is about, uh, obviously wealth and income and, and, and making money. And of course, one good way to lose money is to not stay married. Um, so stupid as it sounds, it is a very, very obvious, um, tip and, Another one is to come up with a plan and talk to, you know, people that you trust financially. Now, that's financial advisors, that's firms like BDO, um, you know, or firm of choice or any one of people that you know and trust, but to have a really good group of people around you that can help you develop a plan and give you some advice. Um, you know, so the next part of this is is um, some investment principles that um, I, I look towards, and this comes from experience of having made some really good investments and some poor ones. But... Only invest in assets that you understand. Now, I've, um, I'm guilty of this. I developed one of the world's first espresso martinis, uh, ready to drink in a can. It was an amazing product. It was, it was excellent in every way, except that I didn't understand the alcohol market and didn't understand the boundaries to entry and how much money you needed in the deep pockets. And of course, whilst the product was great, it was innovative, it was new, it was, um, something that solved the problem, it was in demand. I didn't understand the industry. I was not an expert in the alcohol industry and certainly wasn't prepared to lose millions of dollars in trying to get my product out there. So that um, that product, that business actually went nowhere. Um, invest in assets that are managed by a proven management team. So if you're going to put money into investment um, and turn deposits into management assets, um, you know, give it to brokers, whatever it is. Only invest in assets that are managed by a proven management team. So um, it's all about the people. I know that Steve Baxter, who I know quite well um, and was on Shark Tank, used to say that all the time and still does. One of his principles is you're investing in people. It doesn't matter how good the product or service is unless the people are really good, then it doesn't matter. The management team and the people running the company is where the investment is actually being made. So it's all about investing in the right people, You know, which leads on to the next part. Never invest in a business that relies on just one person. So um, this is obviously very very important. You can't invest in businesses or products or services that only rely on the one person, because it's the same as putting all the eggs in one basket. Um, and if something goes wrong, it can go drastically wrong. You know. Now the next part is about invest in assets where it's the you know the risk of losing your capital is low. So it's okay that it might sit stagnant and not make you money for a while, but don't put it into assets where you can risk you know, losing your money. And that's why you see a lot of people that actually don't follow shares or if they do follow shares, it's blue-chip shares only because uh, the blue-chip shares might fluctuate. They might go down, they might go up, as they do. But the risk of losing shares and, so you know, losing your money in, say, a BHP or a Commonwealth Bank or National Bank is very low versus putting money into shares of um, upcoming companies or or companies that are not blue-chip investments. So, um, you know, you need to make sure that you're very clear. Now, they're just some of the principles that are obviously very, very important. Now, let me share some of uh, Warren Buffett's investment principles. And again, this was provided by my dear friend, Steve Sorbello, um, who does a lot of reading and looking and obviously is guru in the, fi- in the finance and money area. Um, but Warren Buffett says, number one, businesses with demonstrated consistent earning power is where you want your money to go. So businesses with demonstrated consistent earning power, you know, future projects are of no interest to him, nor are turnaround situations. He only invests in businesses that are earning good returns on equity while employing little or no debt, so he's very, very debt-averse. Number three is management in place. If we can't supply it, we don't do it, so we need to make sure that the management is in place and he has a hand to play in it so that he can have influence. Number four is simple businesses. If there's lots of technology, we won't understand it, and if we won't understand it, we don't invest in it. So there are four principles of Warren Buffett, very, very simple philosophy that he faces, um, in, in how he invests money. So, of course, I hope that the, um, the, the Flashcast has helped. In, at the end of the day, investments are personal. And don't forget that investments are not just about startups or they're not just about shares or property. There's many, many different types of investments. and be, and, and be very, very aware that you're actually investing in people. And that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is it doesn't matter how good the product or service is, it doesn't matter what problem it solves, it can be an amazing product, it can be an amazing service. But if it's not run, if it's not executed, and it's not managed by the right people, then there is no business, or it's going to be what we call a volatile business, where it's here today, gone tomorrow. So in recapping, the number one message out of this is always get comfortable with your worst possible scenario. Make sure that once you're in a position to invest in a person, in a product or a service, that you are comfortable with the worst possible thing that can happen. And number two, remember that it's all around people. Number three, make sure that you're never investing um, and borrowing against your family home. Have your core assets protected at all times. And number four, please know how much it costs you and your family to live every year. So my top four key takeaways of that. You've been listening to Phil DeBella. Until next time, be the best you can be.